Happy New Year and welcome back to Impartial with another episode of Off the Record. That's right. We're really excited. It's 2023. And uh, I think we might have said this last year, but it might have been something like New Year, New You. Well, this is a newer year and a newer, a newer you. <laughs> new camera angle and everything. New, new so part of the studio, a.k.a. my living room. Um, if you're, you know, watching us or listening to us for the first time, make sure you subscribe. Give five stars on on Instagram, on iTunes. You can give us five stars on Instagram. Give us five. Find a way to give us five stars on Instagram. Emojis um, are fine. We'll take those. Yeah. And if you are feeling extra generous because it's a new year and a new you, maybe consider uh, going to ko-fi.com slash impartial and giving us a little bit of that new year's financial support that'd be great Mm. helps us keep the lights on which are very bright in our eyes right now i feel like we're quite squinty on the camera (laughs) yeah yeah definitely head over to himpartial.com and sign up for our newsletter as well because we have a lot of things that we want to do this year which is why we need your help on Kofi because Mm. fun things are not always free um Oh, and if this is a new year and a new you, the listener, and you're just like, who are these girls? Welcome to the show. Off the the record is not the best place to start. (laughs) Tell you where a good place to start is, though. You're going to love the segue. Oh, I'm going to love it. It's the 250th anniversary of the hymn Amazing Grace by John Newton. It was a New Year hymn that he wrote for his church and was sung on the first first Sunday of January in... 250 years ago. Yep, wherever that is. What is that? Gosh, you're asking me to do math, so I'm like 1772? 1872. 1872. It would be three. It's 2023. 1773. My New Year's resolution is to write the date correctly. Um, So anyway, point being, it's 250th anniversary of Amazing Grace. If you want to see lots of cool and interesting things around that and history of it mm-hmm. you can look up the cooper newton museum it's spelt cow pear mm-hmm. <laughs> newton museum it's in olney where john newton's a pastor mm-hmm. but also if you're new to this um podcast or you haven't listened to every single episode we've ever done go back to our very 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 first episode and that is actually episode about, one <laughs> yeah the og yes um and yes that is about amazing grace amazing grace so yeah, I did love that segue, and no, it was not planned for you listening, um, but it is that that anniversary, and uh, and it's kind of cool because obviously our normal format we're talking about hymns and we're talking about hymn writers and church music, all things church music, which is the tag. Um, but today, since we're off the record, we're going to be talking about new things new things yes. new things I feel like at the beginning of the year people are always like oh man at the beginning of the year I'm gonna fill in the blank and I don't know why do you think people want to make changes or make promises to themselves or others like at the new year of like all the times in the year I think we like convenient starting points mm-hmm and the beginning of a new year is a is kind of like mentally you're kind of like well it's a new year which is a good time to start things because the year is new so i might as well do the other new things as well but like how come not like june 
Why would you do new things in June? Why not? It's summer. The sun is bright. I mean, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's summer. <laughs> it's summer. The it's rain summer. is shiny as ever. There's no, like, you know, I feel like people are more optimistic in, like, the spring, maybe. Culturally, like, everybody recognizes the turning of a year. And mm. I think it's partly the celebration. It's a good time to stop and reflect and celebrate what's happened mm. or reflect on what's happened mm. and then look forwards. And because everybody is doing it, it's kind of like culturally you feel like you have maybe a bit more community. Cause if I decided like September 29th, that's my resolutions day. I would be the only one doing that. Whereas I think because people are already partying because it's new year and then it's like a whole new calendar and everything like that. It just feels, I don't know. I mean, back when I was in school, you know, you had the academic, you had the academic calendar, right? Which was mm. from September. To we have the financial calendar June or whatever. as well. Yeah. So. I mean, like, if you're a student and you have an academic calendar, it's the same old calendar from last year. That's true. Do you know what's crazy though about um, university college courses and stuff? Mm. They don't all start at the same time. Yeah. And really? like the holidays, yeah, so I used to get three months off over the summer, but we worked hard <laughs> during the year. And then we'd have like a month off at Christmas and stuff. <laughs> but we were one of the latest starting ones. I think it was like mid-September. Everybody else was already back. Mm-hmm. And also props to you nursing students because you don't actually get a summer. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of um, degrees that don't you don't really get a summer you just have to like work through it I know that's the one I know I guess it's the same in when I was in uni but you kind of started somewhere between end of August and end of September but when you're a grown-up and you're not in uni anymore (laughs) (laughs) see you guys to complain you have no time in uni stop (laughs) it you have no idea (laughs) but um like when you're just working and there's no kind of clear cut these are your holidays or whatever Mm -hmm. I think Something like Christmas or New Year, because it's a significant cultural thing, feels more, feels bigger. Yeah. I don't know. I'm all for just making resolutions whenever you feel like it. Because we all know you're not going to keep them anyway. (laughs) I'm sure there's a history. If you're listening and you're like, I know the history of New Year's resolutions, then drop us a link or an email or something so we could could look it up. There's a word I really like. What? Limina. Mm -hmm. It's like a threshold. So I think sometimes the new year feels like a threshold. It feels Mm -hmm. like passing out of something Mm -hmm. into something else. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so you're like, I don't know. Some people feel like it's a whole new. Yeah. I mean, it is a new year. It's just an interesting thing as Christians to think that now this year should be like a new you. Because really every day we're being sanctified and renewed i have a new resolutions day for you we're going to call it resolutions day it doesn't have to be new year whatever day you are actually saved if you know that day should be your your version of new year because it's like your birthday well i know some people that celebrate it if you can actually know it around about whenever i was saved i don't know the exact date either i don't don't know know roughly and then i'm like somewhere around about the second week of april i'm just like i'm gonna buy a cupcake and be thankful one day you we're like walking around like a heathen and the next day you're like oh I'm not a heathen how'd that okay, happen? like the beginning of that week I wasn't a Christian by the end of it I was and I don't know what happened in between yeah <laughs> I mean that's actually an interesting point I didn't think of in terms of like a new year like a new birth like what if mm. you know you've been 
on the outskirts of Christianity, you know, throughout your life and you have yet to submit to the Lord, maybe 2023 is the year Make that it you the could year. have a new you, a new birth in Christ um, by repenting of your sins and trusting in Christ as the substitute who died for your sins, but rose again, and you yeah. too can have new life. But it's not in until twenty twenty four; it's eternally new you. So what's oh, not yeah. to like about that? Every year, I mean, that's the thing. I I have no beef against New Year's resolutions. I think make a resolution whenever you want. Any days, every day is a new day for you to like, you know, um, recommit or to commit to living better, living, you know, more whatever, better diet, better that's, that's interesting as TV well. consumption or Because like, I think a lot of people, they make New Year's resolutions and then they might get even as far as September, October and then they just things get in the way. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like, oh, I'll just start again next year. Mm -hmm. Whereas as Christians, like we fail all the time. I am rubbish at being a Christian. And yet I'm not going to wait till next December 1st, not December 1st, January 1st Mm -hmm. to decide that, oh, well, I'm going to live like a heathen this year because I sinned on the 1st of January Mm -hmm. and (laughs) never mind. For, For Christians, like... Yeah, you just repent and then you yeah. re... You re-up. re-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think that's, I think that's it. I think, like, uh, I don't know, make New Year's resolutions, treat yourself better, treat others around you better and all that stuff. But I think the missing link and maybe why there's, like, I feel meh towards New Year's resolutions sometimes is that it's all like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. Mm. It's like... A lot of it's quite vain as well. Like if you think about it, I have have a lot of thoughts on New Year's resolutions. We'll We'll talk about it in a minute. Just let me finish my thought on the thing. Because I I think like the pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality is very anti-Holy Spirit. It's Mm. very anti, you know, sanctification. Yes, you have agency and you have responsibility in how the Lord is sanctifying you, but it's him doing the work and it's you walking in his work, you know? So it's like when you make a resolution, like tomorrow, I'm gonna like, if that fill in the blank doesn't start with, I'm going to pray for the Lord to give me discipline of eating or, you know, more patience or guarding my tongue or my eyes or whatever it might be, then you're just trying to do it on your own. And that's why so many resolutions fail. I was just going to say, maybe that's where we go wrong is so many New Year's resolutions are like, I am going to do this Mm -hmm. when in reality we can't and we need the Holy Spirit's help, whether Mm -hmm. that's eating better, um, which is actually a spiritual discipline. It is. (laughs) Or whether that's, um, I don't know. Maybe Whatever house, it might be. Or doing your thing or getting yeah. fit or I don't know. Well, like my husband and I, we'll kind of have like after the holiday resolutions, whatever mm-hmm. the holiday might be, like if it's in the middle of April, we'll be like, all right, when we get back, you know, from our break, we're all rested, we're going to hit whatever anew. Um, but a big portion of that, it's not all the time. I'm not sitting here on my high horse, but a big portion of that is prayer, to be in prayer for the things that we feel we really want to change. So mm-hmm. I remember last year in like May, April, May time, we went um, on a on a break 
and we we decided we wanted to become minimalists <laughs> over the break. I remember that. We were like, we're just going to get rid of everything. Stuff is bad. Like, we were just like, and to be fair to us, we really did get rid of a bunch of stuff. We went through, we cleaned out closets, we did blah, blah, blah. My, uh, my husband has basically been using something like a capsule wardrobe since then, since May. Um, he still has his other clothes, but they're like tucked away. And I'm, I'm encouraging him like, give them away. Cause you haven't used them in like over six months, seven months. But all of that's to say, like, it was a lot of prayer because we felt it, we felt it as like a stewardship thing to mm-hmm. say, like, God has given us resources. Like, are we just filling our houses with cheap stuff because we need the stuff and the stuff and yay stuff or do we need this? Can someone else use it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and how do we value, you know, the less stuff you have, um, the more time you have is weird as that, you know, like you don't have as much stuff to clean or stuff to organize or stuff to move or wash or whatever it is. And you have more time. And that was the thing that we were trying to get more of was more time for one another, more time for ministry. And so, um, it's just an example of how we kind of came from this, um, we came from this, uh, position of like rest. And then we wanted to change something out of the rest. Like it gave us a time to reset. So maybe because a lot of people have Christmas, New Year time mm-hmm. off, they're like, okay, I've had time to like think and consider things. And so now I want to try I think that's a good point. And maybe that's something that we should all consider is that once a year may not be enough, mm-hmm. like no pressure, no. but because we're not great at keeping resolutions, part of the trick is to make ones that are challenging enough, mm-hmm. but not impossible mm-hmm. to sustain. But the other thing to do is like, you don't have to make resolutions for a whole year. That's very intimidating. What you can do is have multiple check-in points mm-hmm. along the year. Like mm-hmm. like Monet was saying about, if you're someone who gets to go on holidays, <laughs> then maybe that's a good time mm. to rethink. Because yeah. you can even just say, you know, this was our resolutions at the beginning of the year. How are we doing? Mm-hmm. Are there other things we want to build on from that if we're doing well? Or are there things we need to step back and reconsider and re-strategize because we haven't been doing it well? And you know what? You actually bring up a really good point because I do think that the reason why there's multiple reasons why we have resolutions and we fail. But I think a lot of the reasons why we create resolutions at the beginning of the year is that we basically I'm saying we as a culture, we think we could just coast our way into some better position, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, oh, yeah, I really should lose weight. Um but I'm busy right now. And and then you have to like go to work or feed the kids or clean the house or move house or take care of your parents or mm-hmm. whatever, do stuff in the community or whatever, whatever, start a business. And those are all the things that you actually committed your time to and were intentional about, but you haven't been intentional about like losing weight or whatever the resolution is. And so I think like Christians are guilty of this just as much as anyone mm-hmm. And that we say, oh, this year I'm going to, how many Bible plans were started this month, right? I'm going to read the Bible in a year. I'm in the middle of mine. I'm reading the Bible in a year, but I did not start on January 1st. Yeah, I read the Bible throughout the year. (laughs) If it's a plan, like one of those plans you have to tick every day, I'm the person that's always 
pressing catch up because I'm doing other bits of the Bible for different things. So like the point is like you, you, you think I'm just going to coast through my Bible reading plan or whatever, Mm -hmm. or I'm just going to coast through my diet or coast through, you know, getting healthy or not eating as much sugar. But if you don't actually make the effort, then the other thing is setting realistic deadlines. If you are like me and need impending deadlines in order to get stuff done, then saying I'm going to have this done by the end of December gives me 11 and a half months to do nothing and then feel guilty in the last two weeks and try to do the whole year's worth of resolutions in the last two weeks if (laughs) I haven't given up by then. And so I think there's something to, if you make yearly resolutions, it's worth breaking them down and giving solid deadlines. Mm -hmm. Like you could say, I want to get fit by... I want to get fitter this year, but that's so abstract. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you say something like, I'm definitely not up to running because I'm just that unfit. So what I'm going to do is do 20 minutes of Pilates three times a week Mm -hmm. until March. And then by March, I'm going to be doing it five times a week Mm -hmm. until June. And then when it's warm and not freezing outside, I'm going to install the Couch to 5K app on my phone. And that takes nine weeks and I'll give myself 12. Yeah, you know, and then you're kind of like you're getting fitter, but it's not that long till mm. March, and doing that three times a week is not that big a thing. I think too, also having accountability, mm. like you know, it's again it, in the New Year's, it seems to always be like fitness related or like some yeah. some something health related, but think about someone who is like struggling watching pornography or gambling or drinking too much or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, oh, you know, at the new year, I'm just going to give all this up. And it's like, well, that's great. Like new year, new you. But how are you keeping yourself accountable? And even even about good things too, like reading mm-hmm. your Bible or whatever. It's like, well, who's keeping you accountable? And, and you know, you should be recruiting Christians to pray for you, to help you and to like check in with you to make sure that you're not just like, oh yeah, the new year, I'm going to fill in the blank. And then you're just like, eh, it's January 30th and I still haven't done anything. That said, I was recruited into a read the Bible in a year plan Mm -hmm. in university. Like there were, I think four of us girls in uni, we were like, we're going to read, they were like, oh, we're going to read the Bible in a year, like Mm -hmm. join us. And I was like, sure. And then they pressured me into getting Facebook because, you know, messaging each other is... So I had Facebook and within two weeks I was like, hey guys, how are you doing? And they were all like, oh, we gave up. And by the end of the year, I was the only one still doing it. And I was, Well, not even by the end of the year, but like a month in. And then I was wow. like, so yeah, um, the accountability works sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> and we're not talking, again, it's not a foolproof thing. It's no. just, I think that's, but I helps. think in some ways we have no grace for us with ourselves. And then other times we just have an abundance. And it's like, I think that, I think the balance is in the middle. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you should have goals and you should stick to those goals and you should have accountability partners that help keep you accountable. And you should, you know, pray for mm-hmm. discipline to do the thing or not to do the thing, whatever it is. And the goal is most of the time with exceptions, right? That the goal yeah. is like, okay, if I'm, if I don't want to eat sugar, which is, we'll get to in a second. If I don't want to eat refined sugar, 
okay, what's the goal, right? Like you were saying, yeah. break it down. Well, I don't want to eat it ever. Um, that's impossible. I want to eat it like 20% of the time or less, right? Because right. the reality is like refined sugars and everything, everything, everything. But right now it's in every meal. Like, you know, you're, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're eating it 100% of the time as opposed to 20%. So that means like if you have like a number like that, whatever it might be, then you kind of know what your threshold is. And you shouldn't be like trying to make the threshold, but it means that you, sh- you have like a threshold for so grace. I think this can actually, like what we're saying can be summed up in bullet points, like <laughs> actionable steps. Yeah. So the first one is you need to pray. Pray. The second one is get yourself some accountability. Mm-hmm. And if that accountability falls through, get yourself some other accountability. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> no, I don't think you are. And if you fall through, then go back to your accountability person and be like, huh. What yeah. are we going to do to change this? Make your goals, break break them down. Reasonable goals. Yeah, Set reasonable break them goals. down so that they're achievable. Mm-hmm. Because when they're too big, it's easier to get discouraged. And then break them down into very specific steps. Because it's one thing to say, I want to get fit. But there mm-hmm. are a billion ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Different things take different time. There's different ways to get fit. There's different kinds of fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, just as an example. Or diets. There's a hundred and million diets out there that you could try a hundred and million and i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah there are so many that you know half the trouble is you're not yeah i find for me anyway half the trouble is i'm not committing it to god Mm. um and then i'm also not being specific enough and so it's really easy to get overwhelmed both in terms of what are my next steps and in terms of what's the time Mm -hmm. the deadline on this Mm -hmm. i think so those yeah. are helpful things. And this has been our TED Talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do have a question off the back of that for mm-hmm. you, though, mm-hmm. which is, do you have any resolutions this year? Yes. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're resolutions. That's, see, again, our category is kind of like post-rest resolution. So yeah. whenever we've had a little break, my husband's in ministry, so, you know, it's important we take breaks regularly because it's not a nine to five, it's a full time, all the time kind of job. Um, and so whenever we have breaks, we kind of are like, all right, well, when we get back to work, we're going to. So that, that's kind of, it just happened to coincide sort of with the new year. I mean, really, the second week of Jan is when we started back. So that's kind of when our New Year's resolution started. And it really is to move away from processed foods. Yeah, it's it's kind of to move away, like to start eating whole foods a little bit more. Just that to say, 80, this is a little bit harder in the UK it, um, to source stuff that's healthier. Yes. Um, so we started doing little things. Like all my homesteading friends are going to be like, rookie. But, you know, we started to make our own butter and we started to make sauerkraut and use like animal fats or like coconut oil instead of like processed kind of seed oils or whatever which is like the new conspiracy on the right but that's a whole nother um a whole nother rant which which I really won't get into but we're just trying to eat like natural good food like whole foods like just meat and veg and just like to clarify when Monet says we she means her husband and herself yeah, no not I this have is eaten a ridiculous number of Harry both <laughs> over the last few days yeah I can't say that I've really stuck to it but we we have like a, a reasonable goal because we're traveling a bunch this month and so I think like when when all of the traveling's over and we have a little bit more control over our diet 
then that's when we'll and also over the holidays we got so much candy and sugar and junk in our house so between giving it away and like slowly eating it we're basically like not bringing any more sugar into the house right. so that like as we like as we go through our stash <laughs> we'll have less and less and less sugar in the house less and less temptation um we will never be like fully off of refined sugars I think the number one reason is because like I really like bread and I think like you know I could probably reduce how much bread I eat um or like make breads that don't have sugars in them but you know we're not there yet but we will so it's actually not like a first of the month kind of resolution Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a let's get our way to a point when we can maybe have a, a short fast from sugar and then as we build our diet out from there, it's like the 80-20, like 80% whole foods with whole fats and good stuff. And like 20% like, okay, we're in a pinch. We need to have that little bit of ready meal or whatever takeaway. And that would just be significantly reduced from what we eat now, yeah. which is like junk food. <laughs> yeah. So what about you? You got some? Uh, it's difficult. Like, I asked you this question and then I was sitting there like... <laughs> um, I have a lot of things that I want to do this year, but I would kind of class them more as goals than resolutions. Mm-hmm, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, there are quite a few things. Um, and there are more... There's a lot of carryover from last year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fresh stuff. It's more like an ongoing thing. Um Although I, since last year, uh, I've been trying to get enough sleep. <laughs> I discovered that the quality of my sleep is fine. That was the first thing I was like, is it the quality or the quantity? Mm. And the problem was the quantity, <laughs> not the quality. So I get good quality sleep, but not enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a lot better in the last few months, but it just, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm sure I'll have help soon enough, yes. but like <laughs> I'm trying to um, just build a better routine because everything's been so up in the air. I've been traveling all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been really hard to build a consistent routine. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be one of the things that we're going to aim for this year. The small steps I'm going to take mm-hmm. are um, consistent bedtime and wake up time. Mm-hmm. And then... Also, I've got one of those cleaning plans off the internet nice. <laughs> so that I can just be better at keeping a handle on everything mm-hmm. um, in the house. Not that there's a ton to do, but it's just yeah. having a clear strategy is helpful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Clear plan. And then I have goals, which are really fun. Mm-hmm. So I am going to polish up a novel this year nice. and hopefully pitch to some agents. Hopefully going to be self-publishing something this year as well. I don't know what that's going to be yet. It might be a novella. It might be a short story as part of an anthology. It just depends. Follow writer Carly on Instagram for more fun author uh, facts, fun facts. Yeah. So um, those are some of my goals. Yeah. And and the speaking of new year, new you or newer year. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be, well, for Cara, it's new year, new name. Yes. In, well. This week. Yes. This week you're yes. getting married. This Saturday. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. New year, new name. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm so excited. People keep asking me like, are you nervous yet? And I'm like, <laughs> um, should no. I be? Not really. I wouldn't have said yes if I was like 
Yeah. Isn't this a weird cliche? This is a weird trope in television and film that like when someone gets married they're supposed to be like shaking in their boots yes you see it as well in we've been watching a lot of programs like say yes to the dress and (laughs) don't tell the bride and stuff because we've been getting ready for two weddings um it's just me getting married twice to the same guy but um that's a long story we'll do an otr on weddings and things at some point later but um (laughs) Yeah, we've been watching a lot of these. And even in the reality programs, you get people who, you know, girls, and they're just, they're all ready and they're all dolled up and they're standing outside the church. And then they're like, I can't do this. I can't go through with it. I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like in total panic mode. And you're kind of like, why did you say yes? Yes. You've been engaged for five years, Mm -hmm. living with him for 10. You've got six wains. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Well, I mean, That's even, an extreme when, example. even when it's not that case yeah. where like folks have been living together and basically pretending. I mean, you'll have like these women that were like, you know, maybe they're just going to move in with their guy. And you just think, well, why are you nervous? Like, why haven't you talked about anything of significance yeah. before your wedding day to the point where you're shaking in your boots and you think you're going to run? Like, it's like, you should probably know. You should probably not have said yes to him in the first place if you weren't pretty sure that you were going to want to marry the guy. Like, I think the other thing, too, is our culture builds up this weird, like, obsession with, like, you know, not being able to, like, sleep around. Like, this is some great thing that you're giving up. And you're like, ew. Yeah, when people are like, <laughs> oh, enjoy your freedom. It's nearly over. And you're like... Well, or they're like, oh, are you sure? Like, only one guy for the rest of your life? It's like, oh, I just want to be a loose woman for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. why? What is the alternative? It's just a weird thing. I'm not... Obviously, this is not necessarily the case in Christian circles, but it sometimes kind of is, you know, like the pressure that certain um, Christians get from their I friends feel, and family to be like, I feel the gravity the field of it. and stuff like that's yeah. just a little, it's a little gross, you know, but I feel the gravity of it. Like I'm not nervous, yeah. but I'm also not just like, oh my goodness, it's going to be amazing and flowers and dresses and ah. But like, on the new you theme, yeah. you are becoming one, you know, like where yeah. there was previously two now there's gonna be one so there's like a new Kara to be yeah you know there's a new family unit as well like we'll be our own thing yeah but yeah I'm not nervous like I get how serious it is this is the rest of my life and then obviously if one of us dies we'll go back to haunt the other one (laughs) but you know hopefully (laughs) hopefully we're joking don't add us about ghosts we um, could do an OTR on that, but it'd be very short. We'd just be like, eh, don't know, <laughs> not interested. Let us know if you believe in ghosts. In our <laughs> we don't actually care. <laughs> I just want to know. Just comment yes or no. No context. Yes, just say don't tell yes anyone. You have to watch no. this far. Yes. And then people are going to be like, why are you saying yes and no in yeah, the comments? Exactly. Just put yes or no. And then we'll know. No one else, if they didn't watch the whole episode, they won't know. But we'll know. So I was going to say one of my resolutions is to change my name. (laughs) Actually, that is like, okay. So yes, you're going to change your name. But it's like a whole faff. You know, you have to get a new passport. And I don't know if they make you do. I have to update my driving license. And I think one of our friends who got married here in the UK was saying like, you I have, have to, to the bank account as well. <laughs> yeah. So many things. I think you have to like go through, like, 
it's like a, a whole thing with your birth certificate. And I was like, why would you have to change your birth certificate? It's like you don't a weird, change your birth certificate. You, but you could. Like, you could change your name on You're it. You're not born as that. I know. Anyways, I'm just telling you. So I didn't have weird. to do it here, so it's fine. But I'm just telling you what they said to me. Well, yes, for our U.S. friends, um, the U.K. has so much more paperwork for everything. But you guys don't have a social security I have number. a national insurance number, which I will also need to oh, make sure that so I guess they that's think the I'm called Carla. They didn't. They've, uh, they've got my birth certificate and everything, and they <laughs> sent me my national insurance number on a. They send you like a little plastic card when you turn sixteen, mm-hmm. and it's got your number on it, and you need that for pay and taxes and stuff. And then it came, and I was just like, "This is not the right name." <laughs> this is somebody else. I was just like. <laughs> Well, that is our new year, new episode. I'm do- we're going to call this something totally different. We're like, going to call it Do You Believe in Ghosts? Yeah, that's going to be the name of this OTR. <laughs> um, but make sure you go to himpartial.com, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Comment and tell us your resolutions yeah, or goals if you have them. Because, like, we do love you guys. And, like, we'll pray for you. Yeah. You know, you can do this. That's right. We'll be your accountability. Put us on the team. Do you know what we'll do is if you support us monthly on ko-fi.com forward slash impartial and you tell us your resolutions at the end of an episode once a month, we will be like, Jemima, are you still reading your Bible? (laughs) That'll be your your sponsorship perks. No more people are signing up. We will ask you deliberately online. We'll be like, "Mm, Frankie, are you eating hot dogs still? (laughs) Well, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Bye. Bye.